This is the Chasing Best Podcast with Coach Josh Niblett. Welcome into the Chasing Best Podcast, brought to you by Philip Forrester and his team at Gainesville Jewelry, John Lilly and the team at Windsor Wealth, and two-a-day fundraising. Well, it's awesome to be back on with you. I know it's been a while. Um, Definitely looking forward to these next few months of you know, putting a lot of content out and, you know, doing everything that I can to, to try to encourage you, to challenge you, um, to be, uh, what you're called to be, what God's called you to be and, and you know, encourage and challenge you to chase best every day. Um, I think that's, you know, important, especially as we start the new year. Um, you know, there's a lot of people that, you know, have new year's resolutions and, you know, certain things that are going on. You know, I'm on a, 21 day fast right now. And so, you know, I've, I've kind of had to deal with the first three days of that. It's been kind of, you know, different. And, you know, there's some things that I've had to push through and pray about. And, you know, and that, that's, but that's what fasting's all about is for your, your faith and your trust to grow more. Um, and so, you know, I want to talk to you a little bit about today is, is heart set. You know, I think we have these meetings with our players and our team from time to time called mindset. And, uh, but you know, when I was thinking in the off season, you know, going back to probably the last time I spoke with you in July, you know, and put something out, you know, we went through our season this year and, you know, there was a lot of high expectations from the year before, you know, playing for it all and not having a whole lot of expectations to, you know, proving everyone wrong the first year to trying to prove everyone right the second year. And, you know, we ended up having back-to-back 10-0 regular season years, and we ended up winning the region championship. And then, you know, we won the first two rounds, and then we got beat in the third round. Um, and so we didn't finish like we wanted to finish. But, you know, I think the biggest thing is, is as a leader, you're always trying to look for certain things that you want to try to grow um, in every group, the group that just finished and the group that's about to start. And so I think – when you're a leader, um, you're a forward thinker, but you always have, you know, the sense of urgency to stay in the moment. And for me, I think the biggest thing was, is I had to try to evaluate myself. You know, I turned 52 January the 2nd and I tell people all the time, I haven't lived 52 years. I've lived one year, 52 times. And so I think I encourage you to look at your life that way. It's about giving a better version of yourself. It's about being consistent. You know, it's about getting 1% better every day um, and and growing in that way. And so, you know, how does that start? You know, where does it start at? You know, like when all these people, you know, you can't get in the gym in January. I mean, so you might as well wait a month. And then those who are really into it and want to see a change, a life change, will continue to be there. But those that don't won't go back. And so... I think it's about commitment, but it's all about what's in your heart. And so we have all these mindset meetings with our players, but this year we're not going to have mindset meetings. We're going to have heart set meetings. You know, I think everybody talks about the mind, the mind, the mind, telling yourself this, telling yourself that, but your heart knows who you are. And whatever's in your heart is going to come out. It's going to come out at some point in time. You know, whether it comes out of your mouth, comes out of your actions, comes out of your effort, comes out of your attitude, 
you know, at that point in time, whatever's in our hearts is going to come out. And so I think it's highly important as we start the new year that we check and see where our hearts are. You know, not not where our minds are, because once we get our heart right, then it's easy to get our mind right. Because my mind's going to tell me what, you know, I should do, but my heart's going to tell me what I'm going to do. And, you know, when I look up the definition of heart, you know, I look up, you know, of course, if you look up the definition, it'll tell you just the structural part of the heart, where it's the hollow, muscular organ of, of vertebra animals. And that by the rhythmic contraction acts as a force, pump maintaining the circulation of the blood. So, which basically tells you that you got to have a got to have a heart to live. And the second one though says courage or enthusiasm, especially when maintained during difficult situations. We we'll talk about people that have heart. You know, when you deal with something, a trial or a tribulation that you go, that you don't lose heart, God tells us not to lose heart. You know, he tells us not to grow tired of doing good. For in due time, we will reap a harvest. That means don't lose heart. And then when you look on down, it says one's innermost character, feelings and inclinations, which basically tells you who you are. You know, in life, we're always searching for things we can have. We've said this before. We've talked about it before. We like, we want to do things so we can have things, but yet we forget about the be, what I need to be. You know, when our heart is that being, you know, that it's, it's, it's not the do and it's not the have. See, once we become the person we're called to be, understand who we are and our identity of who we are, and we continue to grow that identity, we'll know what to do. Not only will we know what to do, we'll know how to do it and then have the things that we're supposed to have. So when you think about the heart, the fourth definition of the heart says the central and or innermost part, the center, like the heart of something, like the heart of your life. It's the heart of the moment, the heart of the day you're living right now, the heart of the situation. Because once you know the heart, you'll figure everything else out. And then the last definition of heart, it's actually the second part of the fourth definition. It says the essentials are most vital part of something. The essentials are most vital part of something. Your body has to have the heart. Every situation that you go into, whether you're working out today or whether you're at work today or you're with your family or how you treat people, you know, is your heart in it? Because if your heart's not in it, it's the most vital part that's got to be in it. I want to challenge you and I want to encourage you that when it comes to going and doing the things that need to be done, the discipline in which you need to live with, the self-awareness to know where you're at and the self-motivation to get yourself going comes from your heart. Comes from your heart. And so when you think about those things, when you wake up every morning, set your heart to where it needs to be. And then when you go to bed at night, evaluate where your heart was and where you wanted to be the next day. 
Well, there's another part to that. As we start the new year, there's another central location of your body, and it's called the core. It's called the core. And so, you know, our acronym for next year is CORE24, and, you know, I could tell you a little bit more about that, um, you know, as far as what each letter means. And But when you think about CORE, I mean, you think about a central and often foundational part. You know, you think about a basic, essential, and enduring part. Like a lot of people will start off and, you know, they'll start exercising at the start of the year and, you know, they'll they'll go and they'll get on the treadmill, they'll start walking or they'll get on the elliptical or the glider. You know, and every now and then they might go and grab some weights and do some weights and, you know, whether it's machines to start off with and then they'll get on the Smith machine and then they'll do a little bit of dumbbells and free weights and and then, you know, you'll see a little bit of change. But the thing about it is if I don't train my core the right way, then I'm not going to see as much progress. The core of your body, like I think about athletes, like when I talk to our players all the time, it's like keep your core tight when we're training, keep your core tight. Because the more I ch- that I train my body to keep my core tight, when I'm in athletic movements or I'm in athletic competition, I don't have to tell myself that. It becomes muscle memory. And so – Wherever your core is, is where you're going to be. You know, you get under a squat rack and you don't have a very good core or a very strong core, your legs don't even get a chance to show, hey, I can squat, you know, because your core is not strong enough. You know, if you're you're doing a jump and you want to be the long jump champion, well, if your core is not strong, you're not going to be a long jump champion. You know, there's certain things in life that you have to have and they have to go in that order in order for you to have those things that you want. You know, we talked about it way back last, you know, winter when we were talking about foundation. You know, I think Nib, my brother, was on here and we were talking about foundation, you know. Um, And I think we were talking about how important it was to have that first. If you don't have the foundation, nothing else matters. You don't need the framework, you know? You know, you don't need the furnishings. Like, you don't need any of that stuff because if you don't have a good foundation, it's not going to matter. You know, and you can go in there and body-wise, you can go in there and try to do all this stuff in the weight room and you can go on and try to do all this stuff exercising-wise, but if your core's not right, it's not going to matter. Something's going to be injured or something's going to hurt or something's not going to develop. Well, it's the same thing in life. Like, your core, like the core of your life, which should be your heart, But what is the core of your life? Like, what is the one thing that's most important to you that you cannot start the day without, that you got to have? And that's your core. You know, is it, you know, for me, it's, it's having my prayer time in the morning on the way in, you know, it's, it's reading my Bible, having my devotional time, you know, it's reading a couple of inserts out of my book that I'm reading at that particular time. You know, maybe it's seeing somebody talking to someone. Maybe it's posting something. Whatever it may be, there's something core that you want to have. Something core that you want to have and that that's got to be important to you. Like, you've got to know, like, what needs to be that core of your life that keeps your life strong. 
that keeps your relationship strong, that keeps you when you wake up every day, whether it's go to work, that you do your job strong. If your core is not strong, nothing else is going to be strong. So you must know where your core is. Just like knowing what's in your heart. So I'm going to give you three things that I think are important today. So when you think about core, C-O-R, leave, I'm leaving the E off because it's like when we did our acronym, we just did it C-O-R. But we can add the E, all right, so I can give you one for that also. But if you start with the C and core and you think, hey, core is most important to me, like I got to make sure this is right. I think the number one thing is with the C, it's chasing best. Like, what are you doing to chase best? Let me let me give you this. There's 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 non-negotiables with chasing best. There's three words that since I have always been trying to analyze what it takes to get better every day, what it takes to grow, what it takes to chase best. Once that started coming along. But there was three things that really just kept coming up into my heart and into my mind saying, you know what? These are three things that will dictate what you'll be and who you'll need to be when you need to be it. Number one is consistency. See, there's an eye in consistency. Consistency is on me. Consistency is on you. Consistency is on you waking up every day, showing up. Just waking up every day and your feet hit the floor. And man, you know what? Everybody knows, well, hey, he's up. Something great's going to happen today. Are you consistent? Do you show up every day? Are you consistent with trying to be 1% better every day? Are you consistent with trying to give a better version of yourself? Are you consistent every day of how you treat people? Are you consistent every day with your attitude? Are you consistent every day with the energy and effort in which you live life with? You know, if you're a team and your identity, like, do you have an identity of consistency? Like, do you show up every day at practice also? You know, do you show up every Friday night executed at a high level? Like, consistency is key. And you control consistency. Nobody else does. Because it takes you to show up. It takes you to get 1% better. And it takes you to, for it, to evaluate it to see if you're doing it on a consistent basis. Number two is trust. Now, here we go. There's a U and an S in trust. It takes two. And in that trust, whether you're trusting someone in your family, someone in your job, one of your friends, like trust takes two people. And that is the one thing in life that you want to have. Like you want to have trust. You want to be able to trust others. You want others to be able to trust you. And I think it's essential in order for you to chase best because if there is a trust factor there that is wrong or messed up, there is no chasing best. It's a straight distraction because never are you comfortable in your own skin. All you worry about is what everybody else thinks about you and worrying about things that you can't control. So there has to be a trust in how you live your life by you and those around you. And then the last one is best. Like if you're going to chase best, then best has got to be at a high level. Like what is best? Well, I think when you take the first two letters of best, which is B, then, you know, we got to be the person that we're supposed to be. Not the person somebody else wants us to be. Not the person, hey, we compare ourselves to that we wish we were, but the person we're supposed to be. Be you. We talked about that before. You be you. 
Be the best version of you. Because here's the deal. If you are you, all right, and if you are to be you, then you'll be the best. You'll be the best you could possibly be. What I don't want to be is be the best possibly that somebody else thought I could be or the best possibly that I wish I was comparing myself to somebody else. I want to be the best, but I want it to be me. So when you're chasing best, be consistent. When you're chasing best, build your trust. And when you're chasing best, make sure you are at your best by being you. The O in core stands for others. Others. When you wake up every day, and we've talked about this before also, is it about you or is it about everyone else? See, it's easy in life to live for yourself. It's kind of like your mind. Your mind will tell you what you need to do, what you should do, what you should have, what you should be. Um, But your heart will tell you what you are. And your heart will always reach out to others. That's why I said make sure that your heart's right. we got to stop worrying about our mind and make sure our heart is right. Because when our heart's right, we'll treat people the right way. When our heart's right and we don't get treated the right way, then we'll find a way Right, to forgive that person, to forgive that moment, to get over that moment, that trial, that tribulation, that loss, whatever it may be. Not that it's going to be easy, but understanding through our heart that it's about others. You know, when you go into a meeting, is it about you or is it about everyone that's around that table? When you go home, Is it about you or everyone in that house? When you're on a team, is it about you or everybody you get to play with? I tell great players this all the time. Some of the greatest players to ever play the game. The one thing I will say that's so special about Michael Jordan, when I love watching him play, is Michael Jordan's level, high level of execution and play took everybody else's level of play to another level also. See, because it was about others. He got upset at practice at players, not because it was about him, but it was because the potential that he saw in them and the potential that he saw in them that could help them as a team be what they needed to be. His heart was right. When you wake up tomorrow, when you go to bed tonight, make it about others. Make it about others. Now, This next one, the R. The R. You know, is respect. When you think about respect, like, let's just say, for instance, I wake up and I respect God, and I respect what God's done in my life. I respect the the calling God has on my life. I respect the fact that where he has me now, the plan that he's going to have for me, Um, and the purpose in which he gives me, and the unconditional grace, love, and mercy that he blesses me with every day. So the respect that I have for him is, what do I give back to him? What do I give back to him? The breath that God gives me every day is God's gift to me. What I do with that breath, what I do with my life, what I do with my heart, what I do with my mind, what I do with my core is my gift back to God. And that's all about respect. See, respect is not something you feel that you give, but yet, Respect is something you feel the person you give it to, they feel like they receive. 
We could sit here all day and argue about respect, and we can sit here all day, and we could argue about, you know, what is respect, what's not respect. But respect's not what you feel like you've given. Respect's what you feel like you get. And so when you think about chasing best, when you think about others, and you think about that respect, then it puts everything in the right perspective. When your heart's right, you'll respect everything that you're around. I think the hardest thing as far as being a, um, an athlete in competition is, is I think we're lost a little bit of respect for our opponents. I think there's times where whether we make a good play and we show the other opponent up or whether we don't respect them during the week because their record's not great, you know, and so we don't have a great week of prep and, you know, so we don't show them that respect. I think life's about respect. I think when you wake up to that 86,400 seconds every day, you better respect it. Because if you don't respect it, you know, you're not promised it. And respect is how you go about your business. What is in your heart? Can what's in your heart be relayed and given to others? That's chasing best. And then the E, look, there's a lot of different things for E. But I think the highest level possible of where we want to be is, is execution. The execution of life. Like, all of us have this grand plan of what we want, what we want to be, what we want to have, what we want to do. You know, whether it be in our job, whether it be in our family, whether it be in sports. We have it all played out. We have it all in this nice wrapped up box that, you know, we know what we want it to be in. And, but we forget that it takes execution. You know, and when execution needs to be at a high level as far as how we're living our life, then expectation of ourself within our self-awareness needs to be at a high level. Because my execution is only going to be as good as my self-motivation. You know, can I make myself do, my self-discipline, that's going to that's gonna entail my execution as far as how I live my life every day. Can I execute at a high level? You know, when I wake up every morning, you know, did I execute by getting my bag together the night before so that way I don't have to do it in the morning? That helps execution. So how I handle my business before the fact is what allow me to be able to handle my business after the fact. That's execution. You know, when you think about execution as a coach, you're thinking about can my players execute the scheme, execute the plays. But it's more than that. It's not just about executing. If they can't execute the plays, then you need to see if they're executing your culture. Are they executing life? Are they executing, you know, in their hearts? Is their core right? And I think as we live our lives and as we wake up and we grow every day that we're seeking and we're searching for that. Hey, look, we're all a work in progress. We're all a work in progress. And so as you wake up every day, right now, especially early part of the year, stick with what you're doing. Like if you've decided to go on a 21-day fast, stick with it. If you've decided to start working out, stick with it. If you've decided to treat people the right way, stick with it. If you've decided to be the best version you can be every day and be consistent, stick with it. Like get your heart right. Make sure your heart's set in the right direction pulling in the right direction. 
Look, you've got a great opportunity in front of you. The next one's the best one. Go be consistent. Trust those around you and make sure they can trust you. And then make sure you're you're at your best. Because your core is important. Chasing best, how you treat others, respect, and execution will usually define who we are and what we become. So lastly, I'll leave you with this. Your heart's important. And remember that in 2024, that it's not about the distance. It's not about how far we got to go, how far we can see, but yet it's about the direction and the destination. God bless you and keep chasing best. This is the Chasing Best Podcast with Coach Josh Niblett.